Grabbing the risky we're out here at the American Royal this 2023. This is a this is a pretty fun time that we've had so far. Um, it is a lot of fun. Yeah, like we, we've, we well again we were invited. Twelve at a time. We, we, we got the nod from MBBQA you know, yeah. to help come over and hang out with the guys. Um, obviously, we're set right in front of their uh, their trailer. We'll be shooting some videos. Just they have a whole lot of stuff going on over here. A lot of demos. This is way different than last year, right? They they upped the game even even more. We've got. Um, we've got these. Uh, what's what's this? this yeah, they've got tribal fire over tri here. Tribal fire. That's right. Yeah. Uh, Cotton gin. Uh, they got the whole barbecue bazaar set up over here. All kinds of vendors and members of the MBBQA that are out here showing their their products. And that's it. It's, it's really definitely cool a lot more stuff for like the public to experience now. This for year sure. it seems like you know. Yeah, that's right. It's growing. That's right. And it's being a part of it right now is like. I mean, are we the catalyst? Are we the ones? Obviously, <laughs> right, right. I mean, I don't know. I don't. I mean, maybe. I, it's just, just look. Coincidence. We showed up at the MBBQA in Fort Worth. Brand new trailer was unveiled, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, not because we got there. I mean, obviously a lot of hard work and winning to be from Kale and all those guys. I'm just saying. Like, all right, right. We started no, the rash. It's spreading. It's yeah. no coincidence. <laughs> That's right. That's right. All right. So, I don't know, man. This is this is pretty badass. Uh, so yeah, I mean, like, what's last night? We had the pick a Palooza. Well, uh, let's start so start cool. from the beginning. What okay. did we do when we first got here yesterday? We we rolled uh, in. Um, well, we did we did a walkabout to go meet well, the teams and all the different people around yeah, here. We, yeah. we, we, we got a lot of contacts with people. Went to the hotel. If you want to start huge poop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, we're going to start at the beginning. Too let's, much? Let's start 8 o'clock in the morning when we're hop on a flight. Oh, yeah, yeah. And Jan sucking down Bloody Marys and beer and pizza. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Not just Jan. Yeah. Well, we all... No, that was just, just Jan. No, yeah, that, was, yeah. that was just Jan. Jan. Yeah. No. And John. And Alex. No, well, I, it's I, a, it's I, that rule. like a beer. Yeah, it's that rule. I mean, airport time doesn't really matter, right? It's like, as soon as you step into an airport, it's like the clocks just go away. It's 5 a.m. It doesn't matter. I at least was a little classy, and I waited till I got on the plane to have my Bloody Mary. <laughs> like yeah, a good, well, respectable person. I'll, I'll, you know what? It is what it is. Uh, so touchdown, but let me, look. yeah. Can't we can't gloss over the fact that Alex is all? He might be on the no-fly list. I, I'm not really sure. <laughs> we almost didn't even leave Houston because he got into one of the T TSA agents over uh, 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 what's the bin, the storage bin. What's your thing? Well, she said yeah. I had to use the storage bin that was right there, and I told her I didn't want to put my shit on the conveyor belt. She got an attitude. I mean, I had an attitude, and I told her her mama had an attitude. <laughs> yeah, and I'm just standing there just watching this whole thing go down, and I'm like, shit, and I'm like, start backing away. <laughs> yeah, I don't know this guy. <laughs> Who is that? I'm making it to the world. <laughs> Check his... Hey, hey, Jay, right. pretend like he didn't know me. He's got drugs. He's right. got drugs inside of him. I mean, <laughs> run away, right? Alex is about to find himself in the back room somewhere, just like, just getting all violated. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Right. Maybe, that, right. maybe that's what I was trying to do. Maybe yeah. so, maybe so. But yeah, hey, we're at the American Royal, so... Yeah, checked in, hotel, foot on the ground here at the uh, the Kansas City Motor Speedway, which is an awesome event. I mean, the backdrop, I mean, it's just uh, pretty, it pretty, pretty spectacular. It is, it is. Um, yeah, I mean, last year we raced. Mm -hmm. Oh, we're going to race again this are year. Are we racing this again? No. Like, if it's a full lap. If it, no, I'm never making it. And, and we mean <laughs> foot race on the track. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll never make that. I'm not going to lie to you. I, well, I ran like 30 feet last time. I was like, I'm done. Right. Can't, can't so out of shape. Just yeah. looking at that and just walking, like looking at walking across a field, I'm like, I'm already tired. I was like, I just, uh, I'll watch you guys. But uh, yeah, like uh, Jam mentioned, we got a lot of live demos coming. There's live fire cooking. We have samples. We have barbecue food just going 
all over the place. But uh, all over the place. All over the place. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's really just kind of. Imagine that at a barbecue competition. Yeah. Some would say the I don't know, World Series of barbecue, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 How 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 cool is it for you guys? I mean, like, and for myself or whatever. But maybe speak on a little bit, uh, John. Like, how, how does this feel for you coming back a second year in a row? Oh, it's being, awesome being out here. You, you, every time you're hey here, guys, you feel like you're more part of the family, right? The like everybody is. Yeah, pork belly burn ins going on right now. Heard that. And honestly, like, hey guys, the quality of this, the audio might not be the best, but it really is putting you smack dab in the middle of everything going on. So hey, we're in we a good row. Yeah, we're forcing a lot of people to walk around us right now. Exactly. Just like, <laughs> this is hot. This is yeah. hot. Yeah. Come on down, so pick up lose it. I mean, we alluded to that. So we, we got did. to experience that. We got to go in there behind the scenes of all the teams, just kind of look and see all the pre presentations that they were throwing out there. Oh, yeah. Some of them were pretty unique. And yeah, they, they upped the presentation this year. Everybody did. So what, what do we have? Uh, Stretch had a pole dancing pig mm -hmm. with $100 bills all around it and everything. Yeah. <laughs> I think his name was uh, Charity. Mm -hmm. And let's see, there was the the pigs that were doing missionary position. Uh, making bacon. Making bacon, yeah, yep. There was. Lambert. So we yeah. went to a wedding. We went to a, yeah. a wedding and a consummation. And during, during, the, during the presentation of that, they were throwing rose petals up in the air, yeah. you know. They had bags of rice. <laughs> yeah, bags of rice. Yeah. I'm like, geez, dude. I mean, I don't know, man. Uh, <laughs> that was actually one of the most unique uh, ones I've seen. Uh, and there's, well, how many how many competitors are there? How many teams? There's like six. Eight, six there was six teams. that did that. Yep, six yeah. teams. Man, like the amount of work they go through, shed barbecue. They cook two whole hogs, and they have one for the prairie fresh, and then one for the uh, event, right? Yep. And so they're they're having double the work. Mark Lambert, double the work, two hogs. You know, basically one on top of the other in missionary, which is <laughs> once you see it, you can't unsee it. Right. But it's one of those things you have to see. You can't look away. Boar's Night Out, they had one hog and they had three suckling. Suckling pigs on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It looked like it was like suckling. I think yeah. we got pictures of most of this. Some of this is already up on our social media if you guys want to see that. It's ahead over there. Yeah. But yeah, Boar's Night Out, what, fifth time in a row winning? So, fifth time in a row. I can never Congratulations. Yeah, I mean, it's an amazing team. They've got uh, badass seasonings, um, but they, uh, I think everybody is using Boar's Night Out on every team. White like, Lightning. It's a White Lightning yeah, season. Everybody's using it. Everybody's using it. Every person using whatever. I mean, it's, I don't There's know. There's some on the table right over there that they're using for <laughs> some of the food they're cooking for the demos, so. That's right. Mm -hmm. They make a good rub. So, and that's what, that's part of, that was part of Heath. Heath part of that team when they first developed that, mm -hmm. so. Now he's got his own, which is freaking phenomenal, you know. And then so. we spent what the rest of the day being responsible, making good contacts, right, you know, right. stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. called it early. No bad know. decisions made. Mm -hmm. Nope. <laughs> we yeah. certainly didn't order uh, twenty Taco Bell tacos last night at midnight or one and eat those in bed. Uh, that didn't happen. That's weird. Someone used my bedspread as a napkin. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember. I, I remember going to y'all's room and I remember going in there and sitting on the uh, edge of the bed eating like what seemed like I feel like I had twenty tacos. Is what I felt like. And I I woke up this morning, James goes, because you know, he, he's, we had double rooms, or double beds, whatever, and he's like, hey man, how, how do you feel? And I go, I feel like I had 10 tacos last night. I mean, like, it's just sitting in your gut, right? Oh, so, yeah, sorry about the all the lettuce and shit everywhere. Alex. Shredded cheese is yeah. laying around. No, I ordered no cheese. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we appreciate that, Alex. Um, yeah, it, um, man, so we're, we're back at it again today. We uh, let the people know what's going on here, actual for the competition wise. I mean, today we have the invitational, correct? That's it. 
so, no, so, no, no. Uh, tomorrow is the invitational. Today is the. Uh, no, no. I'm sorry. Today's the invitational. Tomorrow is everybody. Right. Right. That's right. Tomorrow's That's right. Tomorrow's so grand, grand champion gets declared today. The end of the night. Yep. Sure. For, for the invitation. For the invitation. Yeah. And then, and then but here's the deal. That's the thing about this. Everybody cooking today will turn around and cook tomorrow in yeah. the open. Yeah. Right. So they're doing double the work. Right. Yeah, there's nobody doing big parties tonight. They're all heading the game, which yeah. is sad. But yes. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I know. You should. If you're here, you're they need hungry. like a like a marketing and media person. Like, hey, y'all have the party. Y'all take care of business, right? Mm-hmm. Have, that's what Houston does. But out here, it kind of shuts down. Like everybody's like grinding, and they grinded right. all day today. Right. And that's why they're they're tired. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So and that's one thing I did, you know I mentioned to um, I think I was talking to to Emma uh, and. I was like, you know, Houston does their parties like four days in a row. Right. And I was yeah. like, I don't know why the, the, the corporate sponsors that, you know, they just sponsor one day and they pack all their stuff up and leave. I was like, what, what's the big deal? Why can't you just stay another day? Yeah. And I was like, is it, is it just the, the, the environment, the, the, the royal? They're just like, nah, hey, y'all got one day, that's it. Yeah. I don't know. I, no, I, I just, it's just not the same. I don't know if they have the, the market for it, right? I mean, this is, this is a huge cook-off, but like, True. where we're at, we have 7 million people surrounding area, right? They don't have that here, right? Yeah. So, on, on a good day, I think they get like, probably like maybe 150 to 200,000 people roll through those gates there at the rodeo, or at the cook-off itself. At Houston? Yeah, at Houston. Yeah. 200,000 people a day. Yeah. So... And that tells you right there. It's a lot of people. It's, it's a lot of people. Food. James, you're not going to tell us? Yeah, no, I know this because I volunteered. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm not trying to compare uh, you do? apples. You and, uh, that. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. For the folks that are listening at home, go ahead and drink one. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> well, what with now today, um, we are going to be going over to Texas Oil Dust to do what? Brisket professors for the brisket they're pulling off mm-hmm. for the competition? That's right. So that'll be exciting. <laughs> well, I mean, I think, I think uh, so Aaron wants to do a brisket professor with us. Uh, but we don't want to grate. We're not going to grate. He wants to grate on his brisket. And yeah, he does. He'll grate his brisket. Yeah, grate his brisket. But he's not going to like it. What if I, t- I mean, I'll be honest. Be honest. I'll be honest. It's, it's going to be good. You'd you be know, disrespectful. It's, not it's, not it's going to be yeah. freaking yes. good. It's going to be going oh. into it like this. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I know right? It's funny. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> no, no, it's cool. Yeah, we got then we got bullhorn. Uh, we got we got bullhorn barbecue over here, right? So yeah, Rob Rocha, uh, Rob Rocha. So they're they're doing uh, they're doing their things to hopefully get him on. Uh, We're gonna have some smoker builder people come on the podcast. Yeah. Frank Frank Cox, uh, ask Frank. Uh, he's gonna be on a little bit. Um, Yeah, there's going to be plenty of other content that we're going to be coming out with today. So obviously, this, this like we mentioned before, the sound quality is not going to be its best, but it is what it is. Yeah. Hopefully, we can give you a live look, uh, uh, in-depth, behind-the-scenes look on what goes on here at the American Royal. And uh, obviously, when you're uh, when you're clicking along, just go ahead and follow Grabbing the Brisket. Go to all social medias, check us out. Come yep. on down, folks. All the lights in the Yep. Are we going to end it like that? No, no, <laughs> okay. no, no, no. Everybody's so quiet. I know what's going on. Because, Mic drop. Because you kept talking. I didn't know when to jump in. <laughs> no, no, we are going to have some guests lined up. They're going to be coming through here. Uh, and it sounds like we're going to be taking a break to get to them. But, but when you're listening to this or watching this, they're just going to be on in like two seconds. You don't have to so. give the whole behind That's exactly the how this works. Yeah. I don't know if you guys know. It's just like going to cut. Like we're talking now. And then all of a sudden there's going to be another guy over here. Or a girl. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 
So that's uh, how that works. It's magic. <laughs> Thanks for explaining how uh, editing works. <laughs> What's it called? Breaking the fourth wall? Yeah, yeah. that's right. And Thanks on to it. our next guest. There it is. All right, guys. Just as promised, we are back at uh, the, the uh, Kansas City Royal, uh, the World Series of Barbecue, and we're joined right now with uh, Matt and Chris uh, with Backmaster. Um, hey, guys. Y'all are part of the MBBQA. Y'all have been invited out, or y'all had the collaboration to come out and set up a booth. What's going on? Oh, yeah. Just uh, real busy. This is our first time here for uh, the, the American Royal. Just proud to be part of the, the whole experience. Uh, you know, Backmaster has got you know, tons of people that are using our product out here. Um, so yeah, just needing to be a part of this uh, whole yeah. entire program. I'm really excited to be here. 100%. So I mean, like, this is John. So I, I, I've seen, I've, I've seen this, right? But John, you're going into a lot of, you know, mm -hmm. the behind the scenes. Of, I've been stoked as soon as I saw you guys were out here because I've been following you on social media. Uh, this is not a a food saver. This is not like what you see at the Walmart that just sucks the air out and doesn't ever seal the bag right. Like this thing is bad. Like what sets you guys apart? Like you want to explain kind of what you guys do? We create outer space exactly. on the planet Earth. <laughs> outer space. These absolutely. are astronauts right here. Yes. <laughs> we actually our our uh, 680 vacuum sealer. Uh, the VP 680 is actually used in the in the space program. Yeah. And we do actually send our product to space. Um, but more down to earth. Um, chamber vacuum sealing vacuum seals the it vacuums out the entire chamber so we have super super resistant polymer covers on our machines to keep them from cracking in and you achieve a full vacuum inside so yeah like a lot of people don't realize that water turns to vapor at 55 degrees i like to use that as a common tidbit so you know your water starts boiling inside of a vacuum at 55 degrees it doesn't get hot but Right. Um, but yeah, so whereas a food saver, you're just sucking the air out of the bag and you're hoping that you get it all out. It looks like you do, but you're not. So the difference is with a chamber vacuum sealer, you're vacuuming out the entire chamber. You're making sure with a gauge that everything has been evacuated or you're set the level that you wanted evacuated. And then it seals the bag and then opens the chamber back up. So you achieve a fully vacuum product with, unlike your external vacuum sealers, like food savers or whatever, not that I'm going to sit here and give them a bunch of press. Yeah, we already said um, their name too yeah, many times. Right. Yeah, too many times. Anyway, with external, I'm going to, from this point on, I'm going to call them external vacuum sealers. So with external vacuum sealers, um, you can't do liquids because the liquid obviously gets sucked out of the bag. It goes into the port. It happens. It right? does. It's so, so frustrating. Yeah. Right? It quite literally sucks. Yeah. So anyway, with chamber vacuum sealers, since you're not vacuuming out the bag, you're just vacuuming the chamber down. You can do liquids. You can do marinades. You can do soups. There's just any wet foods, anything like that. So you can marinate your food before you put it in the vacuum chamber, seal it down, throw it in the freezer. Your food's marinating for however long you leave it in the freezer. And yeah. it sucks into the food as you're marinating it with the vacuum seal. So like oh, wow. all that all that liquid and salts and everything have been pulled into your meat product. Damn. Yeah, it's cool stuff. So right. yeah, awesome. uh, another thing that uh, a lot of people don't think about, you can actually uh, use it to uh, infuse vodkas into, it's like a lemon infused vodka and things like that. So because a chamber sealer nice. can do liquid, you can actually do uh, uh, infused uh, liquors and, and I, things like what that. How does that even work? Like, how does it not just like go everywhere? I don't understand. Yeah, again, it's, it's, it's you're creating space. space. You're, you're creating, creating space. space. It's literally nothing can move in it's there. It's a vacuum. It's a 100% vacuum. craziest magic yeah, is what it is. Yeah, yeah that's why I said we're creating outer space on the planet Earth. Science. It's freaking cool. Science, 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 science. Yeah, I, I, uh, I think it's badass. Uh, a little bit that John was telling me about the, the actual bags themselves. 
are, are they, the material is it it's not like you're going to get with other type of uh, which would you call it? external yeah so uh, you have to use mesh bags on external vacuum sealers with us or with any chamber vacuum product you're just using a regular three or four mil bag up to five mil in your basic polymer bags you can go with some of the bigger sealers you can do mylar and some of them will even do retort bags okay um <clears throat> which where we get into you start getting into mylar and retort we've also entered another market that has become legal in a lot of states so okay. you want that product, yeah. you want that product fresh I hear what you're saying. Right. I hear yeah. what you're saying right there. Yeah. The product, yeah. you want it fresh, so yeah. it's vacuum sealed, and you take it home, and you're good to go. Your vegetables, your greens, whatever right, right. you're trying to just keep fresh, mm -hmm. this is a this is a product that does that, right? So, yeah, and then again, on the, another touch point on the, the bags, again, those those mesh bags are a little bit more expensive, so the, the, the chamber sealer bags, because there's not that mesh right. built into it, you're going to get a little bit cheaper cost per, per seal. So the machines are, yeah, a little bit more expensive, but... In the long run, the, the bags come out cheaper. And, and the money you win. save long term is yeah. going to buy the machine. And it's a one-time investment. Um, I actually work in the tech support department. And we've had machines, people will call in, that have been in service over 20 years. There it is. And, yeah, they're built out of stainless steel. They're, the lids are basically bulletproof glass, for layman's terms. And you could hit it with a 357 point blank. It's not going through it. Damn. Don't so, try this at home. Yeah, don't try it at home. Yeah, <laughs> shit. Hmm. Not that I've tried or anything. I didn't take one of the lids home at all. Right. It's fine. Nobody did that. Yeah. Uh, Size-wise, uh, what, what do you guys offer? Do you have different varying size uh, vacuum? We have a small 9-inch seal bar model that sits on your counter, and we've got stuff all the way to double chamber machines that require 223-phase power. Yeah, so a 32-inch wide seal bar, 32-and-a-half-inch Right, wide and you can run bar. two chambers at once. So you, you're loading one chamber. It actually sits down over the top of the product. The whole chamber seals. The chamber moves to the other side. It's called a double chamber machine. Wow. And we've wow. got. I mean, that's in big restaurants. Like, yeah. I, I think that's probably where I've seen y'all's product uh, uh, before. Is is these restaurants when I'm going through social medias where they're like, okay, we'll ship you a whole brisket. Right. Right. Uh, they're they're not using a uh, uh, external vacuum to no, no. seal these briskets up. They're they're and I saw one uh, a while back on uh, TikTok or whatever, and I I, I was like. It, what what the, what did I just watch? I, that was just like magic or something like that. It just mm -hmm. sucked in, just done. It's like boom. You're not sitting in air and the motor's just like running on, just like sucking all the air out. That's the, the other thing too is our machines have single piston oil pumps in them, so they run smoother, they run quieter. We do offer a couple of variants with air pumps for people that just don't want to have they want to have a maintenance free device. Yeah. Um, but for your your avid hunter, your barbecue guy, your restaurant, your small business. Um, I mean, our VP215, there's guys online that like trick out their 215s, they sticker bomb them, they, they get them customized. It's really kind of a PMV type thing. So like, you'll have one guy going, I got a 218, I got a 215, and then I got a 230, you know, and it becomes, you know, a waving contest. But <laughs> we like that, we like competition, and so, you know, there, greatness, right? there is a there. I've, I've been trying to spearhead where we're going to start getting custom wraps done on them for different barbecue guys and different hunters and stuff where they're where they're advertised because it's a stainless steel machine and you can pretty much do what you want with the exterior. Dude. So, I mean, okay. you could get it camoed out. You could take take the whole stainless steel frame off and go get it dipped. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, right. So, it's a cool product, and like I said. Anybody, I, I invite anybody to not even come to our website, which is vacmasterfresh.com, but go out to, you can go out to, like, other businesses and, like, 
just type in VP215 or VP230 and go out and see what other people are doing with our product. Don't just come to us. Don't take our word for it. Go out and see what other people are doing because it's it's astonishing about the amount of like content creators that are out there using our machines every day and they're like, yeah, this is my, and they're real proud of them. Yeah. And they're quality made machines. And I'll be honest, when I before I came to work for this company, I didn't even know they existed. You know, when I was offered the job, I was like, what do you mean, what's a commercial vacuum sealer? You know? And I've been a hunter and into barbecue for years and always just used a chunky old external suction machine. Yeah. And it's changed my, my barbecue game and you know, the amount of time that the product sits in my freezer my freezer exponentially. Yeah, well, and that's that's one part, right? You've gotten all the air out of it. So, like, what is the is there a bigger longevity going into the freezer trying to freeze something up, or do you get the same amount? No, you? no, you're getting <clears throat> you're getting on average anywhere from eighteen to twenty four months of yeah. you know good product. Right. I mean, know. how many times have you gone in there that you thought you had something sealed? And you look right. at it and you're like, well, that's or you just throw it in, now. you threw it in from the cryo bag from the, yeah. from the store, and you get in there and it's ice crystals. That's yeah, a, and you're like, yeah, yeah. I'm not cooking you're not going to get that with our product. When used correctly, it's going to preserve the stuff for a very, very long time. There's a lot of um, preppers that deal with us as well, yeah. and they create their own MREs and stuff, and so they'll pre-seal stuff into the smaller bags, and then they'll use a bigger machine to seal their seven mil mylars and like harvest right bags and stuff like that, yeah. which is uh, just another form of canning. We've had people use our machines for canning applications. We do not recommend that you do, like it, doing canning in a vacuum machine is not the same as proper canning. Yeah. So it's not gonna have the same shelf life. But it will give you an extended shelf life on your canning products. A lot of people will seal like potato chips in jars and you know, they've expired for months. You open it up and you're biting into a Dorito and it still crunches just like it did when it came out of the bag. So, yeah. I don't recommend putting <laughs> them into the bag. Wide open. Wait, what? Hey, how, how do you, I, why would you seal chips? You're going to eat it immediately. But yeah, yeah. No, that, right. the premise is there. Another yeah. thing that uh, I, I, you guys were out here for the demo earlier, we were doing uh, sous vide uh, pork bellies. Oh, we saw that. Yeah, so it ph phenomenal taste. Um, yesterday, while we were still in the office, we had them cooking on a, a countertop. And the sous vide circulator from Backmaster. Uh, what about eight hours? I think we had it around around 160 or something like that. Immediately dropped it into an ice bath. Yeah. Brought it in, rethermed it today, and then we had a, a you know a little demo of searing it up on the on the grill and, and just sort of passing out samples and the look on everybody's faces were just you know they were. I don't know what like, he's talking about. Office. Pure, they make me work in a hole in the ground. Pure delight. <laughs> well, you know, there's, there's a reason. There's a reason for that, Matt. No, come on, come on. <laughs> he, for real, I work in a hole in the ground. He does work in a hole in the ground. Right. We're out there in the caves, uh, north of north of the river there. Okay. Yeah, so, okay. Um, but yeah, sous vide circulate. You know, sous vide cooking is is really one of our uh, other avenues that we've gone down. Again, uh, a lot of restaurants use it. Uh, if you're not familiar with it, kind of the quick quick dirty run of it is you just drop a, a vacuum sealed product into a bag, cook it at a, a temperature that's consistent. So we're you know we're talking earlier about steak. So he does his about 135. I do mine at 133. You drop it in for an hour, two hours, three hours. Beauty part of it is you're never going to overcook it, right? It's always going to stay at that consistent temp. You bring it out, it's ready to eat, but it just still doesn't have that kind of steak look. So he does his on the grill. I'll do mine on a hot, uh, hot iron, uh, cast iron skillet. Just about a minute aside to sear it up, and uh, you just get a nice little crust, and it's just perfect cooking, simple, easy. Other things I do, again, you know, uh, if I want to do some ribs, I can just throw it in the sous vide circulator. 20, 22 hours, about 167 degrees. Again, pull it out of the bag, ready to go. 
and I just drop it on my grill for about you know about an hour, just get a little bit of that smoke back into it. So again, it's uh, combining the uh, the vacuum packaging, chamber vacuum packaging, and then the sous vide circulation all in one package. It's, it's great. What's the um, I, and I, I know this is obviously we're, we're talking about commercial, right? We're talking about kitchens, and we're talking about and 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 people think there's like, oh my god, well I can't afford something like that. I'm not going to go research something that's that costs a shit ton of money, right? Right. So right. so, so what, what are we looking at for for the people that are in the backyard, the guys that are in the uh, barbecue competition? Yeah. So our, yeah, you want to take this? Yeah, you, you, you can kick into when you need to. But right. uh, so yeah, the the 695, which is the smallest one we brought in here, this is the nine and a quarter inch seal bar, holds a nine by twelve bag. Um, we're running a right about uh, 640 for the weekend, so again, okay. we're doing a nice special on that. Uh, and then the 215 we brought again, it's just sub a thousand dollars, so we're right around nine 940 this weekend. So uh, again, we uh, we as you mentioned, we go all the way up our, our double chamber. The big the big one is uh, just just under seventeen thousand dollars. So I mean, we just we hit the full gamut. Uh, one of the most popular ones again, the 230, uh, right around some, or right around fifteen hundred. Right. Yeah. So. But you got to look at it as it's a, it's a one-time it's investment. A, no, one-time. It's yeah. It's an right. investment. Right. right. It's because you don't have to worry about it. Right. It's so versatile. Right. And then be able to couple that type of vacuum with. Well, these things are built like tanks. <laughs> number one, you're yeah. gonna get, you're gonna get, not only you're getting a machine that's built like a tank. The biggest point that we that I sell on is because I'm in tech support. Yeah. You call to get work on your machine, get parts, whatever. You're gonna get me or one of the other two guys, and we're in the states. And I know how frustrating it is for a lot of people when you call to get tech support on a on a appliance, and you're not talking to somebody in this country. Um, and it gets frustrating, you know. And so that offering that, and then offering the fact that. Most of these machines have been in service for over 20 years. They've been modified some, but even the older parts we still carry. You know, so I mean, it's just something to think about when you're buying when you're when you're buying a product and you're looking at maybe you're looking at a different chamber sealer. Just know that we're the only ones with U.S.-based tech support. And if you break it down over, you said 20 years. Yeah, it's that true story. Yeah, so everybody wants to look at price point, but. You know, you can go spend three hundred dollars on the top of the line external machine from Walmart or whatever, and it's gonna last what maybe a couple of years, right? You know, three years until you suck something into it by accident, and then you're gonna have to call wherever to figure out what happened to it, and they're gonna be like, we don't have parts for it anymore. Right. Or you're not gonna get Matt for sure. <laughs> yeah, you're not gonna get me. Yeah, um, or they're gonna be like, well, it's out of warranty, so right. And I'm one of those guys that'll sit on the phone with you and talk you through the whole thing because I want you to feel like you can work on your machine. We offer service. We have people that do service provide all over the country, and even up in Canada. But we would rather teach you how to do it over the phone and take the time and be patient with you, so you feel comfortable when you have to open that machine up. And that's the other thing about our machines is they're super easy to work on. They open up like the hood of a car, and then you take the back off, and you can get. I can get these big old meat mitts in there. So, and I do it every day. Um, and so, yeah, they're a little heavy. They weigh about 85 pounds on the, the smaller one doesn't, but the, the normal 215, 230s run about 85, 90 pounds. But once you've got them set, I usually tell people to put them on a roll cart and, you know. Yeah. Uh, they, they look at me, I can move a 215 around. Yeah. It's not bad. I'm not a big guy by any means. That 215 is not too heavy. The uh, VP95 is sub 50 pounds. So again, if you don't right. have a lot of counter space, it's a perfect machine for it. That's, that's my kitchen at home. It's just I got out a rolling cart, pull out when I need it. And, and just, you know, do the work I need to do. Well, that, that's the thing. Like, that's like, so like for the sous vide side of it, like, it, it, even the home kitchen, it's it's like literally you can't mess it up, right? right? It, 
you vacuum seal it, you get it inside your SUV, walk away from it. Like, right. At this point, it, like, if you went eight hours or you had to go 15 hours, you're still at the same temperature right. as you were. You're not overcooking something or whatever else. Yeah. And maybe breaking down a little bit more, maybe, whatever else, but even then, what, what, what harm are you going to do at that exactly, at that point yeah. in time? No, it's yeah. just just more tender. Yeah, no, I, I always say when I do the ribs, it's about a 20-hour cook. Sometimes I'll throw it in on a Saturday afternoon. Sunday morning, I go mountain biking, yeah. get done with that ride, pull up in the bag, start start firing up the grill, get a beer, get a whiskey, something like that. And, and yeah, got oh, a nice, nice post-ride meal. The other meal. thing, too, is it's great for, like, like tailgating. You yeah. can pre-marinate and get all your food ready and bring it up to temp and then throw it in hot bags or whatever. So as soon as you get out to tailgate, you're ready for food. You just pull it out of your cooler where it's staying warm, slap it on the grill and warm it back up. Yeah, Matt, Matt hits a good point because I've even done this myself. I'll, uh, I'll do some steaks or something like that, throw it in the sous vide circulator and then throw it in the fridge and overnight slice them up the next day, package them back up, take them with me when I'm camping because you're, you're compressing that in the bag, right? So you yep. throw it in a cooler and when you're camping, you want to just go pack as, pack as light as you can. And so, yeah, that's it's all pretty much done. All you have to do is just kind of re-therm it when you're out there and not have to worry about raw food or anything like that when you're camping. So it makes, makes it simple. It's just, uh, you can tell, countless possibilities uh, with, with these machines for sure. It changes your game. It changes your game. And, like, I know a lot of people during lockdown, like, really took up cooking and they've learned how to season food, like, you know, I will say that my wife's cooking game over lockdown, because she took a bunch of like online cooking classes and read a bunch of books, and she was already a good cook, but like she's like chef level stuff now, and so we want to save that flavor, you know, like if she comes up with an awesome marinade, we don't want to just throw that away, like, so we lock it up in a bag or marinate a bunch of other meat with it, seal it up, throw it in the freezer, we got it for another day. Dude, that's awesome. Um, yeah. Hey, so one more time on where you want to Backmaster, what was it? It's backmasterfresh.com. Yeah. Yep, backmasterfresh. Guys, th- cheers. All right, cheers. Appreciate you guys coming on. I appreciate you guys having us. It's been awesome. Thank you. Just grab them in the brisket. Yeah, there grab them in there the brisket. Thank you, guys. Thank you. You know, smoking meats isn't just cooking. It's an art form. The aroma, those deep flavors, the patience, it's a whole experience. And behind every great artist, there's the right set of tools. If you're aiming to build your own barbecue pit or dreaming of a custom design tailored just for you, SmokerBuilder.com has your back. Led by Frank Cox, their expertise is unmatched. Offering blueprints, kits, and insights, they turn every barbecue dream into a flavorful reality. Imagine your backyard, the center of attention, and at the heart of it, a smoker that's uniquely yours. It's more than just equipment. It's about crafting those unforgettable moments And with the guidance of Frank and his team, you're setting the stage for magic. So whether you're a seasoned pit master or taking your first steps into the smoky world, head over to smokerbuilder.com, fill up your carts, and be sure to use the promo code GRABTHEBRISKET in all caps to receive your 10% discount. Smoke on. Threw down some ribs last night. Used the chicks that smoke spicy rub. Mind blown. Dude, that's what I'm saying. Like the chicks that smoke spicy barbecue all-purpose rub. Dude, it, it is a game changer for sure. Yeah, if you folks have not given it a shot, you need to. Honestly, your barbecue will thank you. Chicks that smoke, it's at sucklebusters.com. Hey, listeners, ever been at an event or business gathering and noticed that one thing just stands out? A simple item, but with a touch of personalization. 
bro. I know exactly what you're talking about. CoolieNation.com, it's all about making an impression. Custom design coolies that aren't just about keeping your drink cold. They're making a statement. Exactly. And for businesses out there, listen up. Whether it's in a corporate event or your product launch or you're promoting your own brand, these custom coolies can be your next big marketing win. Imagine your logo or brand message right there in the hands of potential clients, partners, and customers. It's subtle yet impactful. The quality and design of flexibility they offer, top tier. It's not just a promotional item, it's an experience. So for everyone looking to make their mark, whether it's in business or just adding a personal touch, dive into CoolieNation.com. Elevate your brand, elevate your events. With Coolie Nation, every sip is more than just refreshment, it's recognition. Make it count. So head over to CoolieNation.com forward slash brisket and get your hookup. Hey, I'm Lauren. And I'm John. And we host the Beard Out Podcast, the podcast where we talk about two of the greatest things in the world, beer and Beard Out. And a lot of other things. We're funny. Uh, yeah, that's basically what I told him to say. Good job with your I script. Listen. Yay. <laughs> uh, but no, seriously, we try and pair a beer with a Weird Al song and talk about both things and go where the conversation takes us. It's fun. I promise. You'll like it. Yeah. I mean... If you like talking about random things as well as, you know, fine craft beers and some wonderful craft music. Hey, let's go. Let's big hey, cheers right here. Cheers. To my cheers. brisket, boys. Let's go. All right. Cheers. <laughs> cheers. Hey, joined by two of our absolute favorite people in barbecue, Caden, Kale. What the Kale? What's what? up? Yeah. What's going on, guys? Yeah, man. How we doing? Hey. We are so honored just to be hanging. At the American Rule with you guys, man. Yes, sir. Y'all, it would not be the same without you ever uh, don't, again. Don't, <laughs> so don't, don't do ever it. think of not yeah. coming. Right. No, we're not. No hey. matter what. No, we're so honored that you let us crash your party and right. hang out here. Right. Like Y'all hooligans. make the damn party. Come on, man. <laughs> we're no, hooligans. no, we're not going there. Y'all make the party. So That's awesome. Yeah. Well, dude, so? I, so talk about this. I mean, last year, um, and, and, and I kind of, I kind of, tested you a little bit earlier but I, i'm gonna probe a little more so so last year i mean like you, you invite us out we're here uh, and we're, we're, we were so thankful because just going to the mbqa and just in the very beginning and meeting you and meeting meeting just the amount of networking that happened in such a, a small amount of time and it's like why don't we do this why don't we do this why don't we go here you know what i mean right and it's, right. It, it was such a huge catalyst and i'm like so last year we show up. It's y'all. You had some stuff going on. It wasn't like this though, right? Treat us uh, like family. Was, was, yes. Yeah, it's a lot a, different. There was a know. plan. So yeah. So here's what we do, man. I mean, you know, our deal is, and you guys are probably what Saturday Night Live, right? Mm-hmm. Back in the day. So me and Janet are kind of like the cheerleaders. You know, nice. for barbecue. I mean, we don't care if you're a podcast. We don't care if you're. a sauce guy we don't care if you're 14 year old genius yeah. who can cook like nobody's business you know we want to help any way possible you grow what you're doing and ex- succeed in the barbecue world if you really want to succeed in the barbecue world that's our goal you know for you know you talk about bigger crowds and bigger things or whatever but no it's uh it's not us. It's the members. I mean, because no, we could you. we could dream all this up all day long, but if it wasn't for the 
12 guys who showed up and sweated their tails off on the inside of that thing for the last two days yeah. uh, showcasing their products then yeah. you know it wasn't a, tell it us a little happen, bit so. a little bit more about what we got going on over here because this tent wasn't in existence last year no so what we what we dreamed of um, was a barbecue bazaar so it's almost like a um, you know, a group of people get together selling items. You see a lot of yard sale folks get together and team up. So we were like, man, we've already got the team. So let's do an expo type deal under one roof at a place where there's thousands of people coming to enjoy barbecue. Just to see if, you know, they get a little more popularity. And you take the cost of the space and the tent and all that and you divide it up. So, um, it's almost like my insurance, you know, so I don't actually have insurance, but I'm part of a, a Christian healthcare group that we pay in every month, but when my bills, if I ever had bills, like I had two stents put in in January, I sent 20 some thousand dollars worth of bills to them, and they sent me a check back, but it's all shared from the members. Oh, that's cool. You know, so the same thing here is you know yeah that's a big spot 20 by 50 and the big tent um we of course we put sides on it just in case it rained you had to order this stuff like months ahead so if it would have rained we put sides on it which was not a good idea with got a little steamy in there huh? <laughs> yeah um but we divided it up against amongst the people who were in there you know so everybody paid for their space and uh, it made it a lot lighter than everybody having their own individual space out here in front of 100,000 people or so. so. Right, and it's going to draw more traffic because there's so much going on in there. Right, and we probably had a little too much going on on the yeah, outside of day. When you guys, we were like, yeah, just set up right here. Yeah, we're good. And then uh, our friends, uh, Matt from Cotton Gin, uh, he come this morning. He'd been set up over at the uh, Pickpalooza. Mm-hmm. And uh, he brought this huge 20-foot tent. And I said, well, hey, let's just put our little 10-foot tent over by the opening, and that'll shade the opening, you know, to the bazaar over there. Well, come to find out, he wound up cooking under our tent <laughs> at, the, at the opening, and we took his tent over because there was so much going on with the demos. And he was just like, no, no, I'm good here. I'm good here. Don't worry about it. So um, it's that give and take attitude that makes it just phenomenal with the barbecue group. Yes, yeah, barbecue does. family. Absolutely. Yep. And speaking yeah. of demos, you mentioned demos. We had uh, somebody out here doing a demo, making some ribs. How many racks of ribs you do, Caden? I did, uh, let's see, 12 racks. I did nine for my initial one, and then I'm doing, I think, four more right now for us. Yeah. Us, I love that. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I don't think I've eaten all that. Am I part of us? Is yeah. that how that works? Yeah. <laughs> That's it. I yeah, you're that. one of us. Man. Perfect. Are you kidding? Perfect. You can't hear me. There we go. Okay. Okay. So it was walk, a little quiet. Walk through a little bit of the process of you doing that demo. So you you literally had a crowd just right, and I know we shot a couple of videos, but you had a crowd right in front of you. Oh yeah. Watching you do your thing. Walk a little bit about what you did. How you felt, um, and then uh, what do you think about the end product that you had? So, like, hearing that I was going to do a demo, I'll, 
I was excited, didn't think much of it, but when I got here and I was fixing to do it, I started getting a little nervous. The nerves, then yeah. Then Alex looks at me and he goes, you do YouTube videos, just do what you do there. Yeah. And I was like, you know what, all right. It's like you do demos all the time. This is just a live one. You got so this, man. Absolutely. At, at first, for like half of my first track, I was a little bit nervous, but then we started cutting into the ribs. They were perfect. They were done just right, and it just calmed me down a little bit. And yeah. Just smooth sailing from there. Dude, yeah, I, I got a couple. I got a couple of the reactionary videos of the 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 people that are standing in front. The first guy that got to try it, he's like, Oh my god! Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, he was just like, Wow! That guy came up to me like 30 minutes beforehand, and he was like, What are you doing? I was like, I'm doing ribs, and he goes, Ooh, I'm gonna be here for that. He yeah, checked so in that every, was part of the crew that sit there and waited yeah. Yeah. for like he, he 30, 40 in, minutes. He How checked cool in like that? every 10 minutes that making is, sure I hadn't done it yet. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. And Dude. how old are you now? 14. Oh my god. 14 years old. Dang, that's like half my age. I know. <laughs> John. Half. No. <laughs> what school you got to? <laughs> Georgia. Oh, y'all Texas boys. Never mind. Hey. <laughs> Not a good one because his math sucks. Right. <laughs> Did he say Georgia? Fighting words. We go. We go. We gonna drop this out a little bit or something. Hey, Not is bad. that is that too much or no? That's yeah, a lot better. better. Is that better? better? That's a lot better. Oh, perfect. <laughs> hey, damn it! I'll just start doing that job too. <laughs> what do you mean, too? That'd be your first job. <laughs> he had to take <laughs> over. I literally didn't move it. Okay, I got you, got you. All right, hey, all right. That Kane, green, tell us what you what you put on the ribs that. you did today. So I used um, oh. Boris Night Out barbecue yeah. rub, and I also used their um, spicy white lightning. And then for the wrap, I did honey, turbinado sugar, and um, there was one other thing. Oh, two things: syrup and um, pineapple heat rib glaze from Cosmos. Mm. Okay, and nice. You got some good stuff. Right. Yeah, I injected yeah. with uh, Cosmo's original pork. Injecting ribs. Yeah, yeah. Ten for years ago, I'd have been like, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. Five years ago, I'd have been like, what are you talking about? Probably. Nah, maybe. It comes out. Uh, it wasn't that long ago we started hearing about injecting ribs. Really? <laughs> really? It worked out perfect because yeah. as soon as I cut that first bone off, I squeezed it and it You're was just right. juicing everywhere. Right? All that nervousness is gone. As oh, soon yeah. as you realize, ah, I... I nailed that one. Like, it's not like some of those briskets. I knew I could do watch. that. Right. Yeah, man. There's no way I'd ever cook a brisket and send it to you guys. Hey. <laughs> no yes, way. You need to. Well, you suck, Mr. Bell. Do it. Do it. Do it and honestly do it. I guarantee Please. Please do <laughs> a video. Hey. Hey, no. Hey. Challenge no. accepted. <laughs> Say it. <laughs> Man, they don't make a Janet, ragu high in fat content. Come you know, Janet. I mean. Janet, hey. Uh, <laughs> he has to sign the contract. He, oh, my god. He's cooking a brisket, and then he's going to send it to us for the uh, Grab Thunder Brisket. Uh, brisket professors. Brisket professors. It's going to happen. All right, so I see Ray Lampy over there. Ray, you gonna cook a brisket before we leave here tonight? <laughs> oh, you gonna take? You <laughs> gonna, gonna take, take Ray's? He's he's gonna use there. that vacuum sealer and save oh, it. Oh yeah, there you go. Maybe. Uh, that was Ray Lampy. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Oh mercy. Damn. All right, so we got. We uh, we. No, yeah, I'm I'm uh, thinking a little bit. Uh, so so we're on the 
It's second day for me. I know you guys have been out here for a little bit longer than I have. Right. So I was trying to do the math. Like, he shit, just had two when, days. When have yeah. they been out here? I was like, so we we are on the uh, the night where the invitational people turned in their barbecue award ceremonies fixing to happen, like right behind us. Um, then you have the inv- you have the open category, which I guess that's what everybody comes to do tomorrow. Right. Uh, what are you guys' plans? Are, are, are or are we just hanging out here tomorrow? Or yeah. What's so the plans for tomorrow? For us, I mean, man, I got to tell you, we saw a lot of cool friends today. So today's a Hall of Fame thing, you know. So there's some guys going into Hall of Fame. You guys probably never heard oh, yeah. of a little rub called Butt Rub. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, Butt Rub. Oh, yeah. Chisholm. Oh, Butt Rub. Yeah. Back in the yeah. day. No, never he heard of him. Just have the shirt. He showed up. We just had him on. You just, uh, <laughs> when he showed up, man, you knew. You're in trouble. You better get your crap together. Thank right. Kelly bring had him on. So um, we had a best of the best contest in Douglas, Georgia. Now you talk about yeah. Good. We invited the top ten teams from all the country, every sanctioned organization across the country, got an invite to come to Douglas, Georgia. We cooked off fifty thousand dollars. I'm sorry, we couldn't make it. We tried. No. It just wasn't <laughs> going to fit in. We weren't this there. This was like we 2010. Uh, 2002 oh, okay. through 2010. We were never there. Okay. Yeah. Um, Food Network shows up, and Byron, <coughs> and I, I, I hate to tell this, but it's the truth. Come on. Byron had been, he got in the wet stuff. He got in the sauce. Afterwards. Yeah, the hoops. Afterwards. Yeah. It happens to and, the best uh, of us. You know, he just he thought he had a bad cook, so he, he was like, it. "I'm not going to get any calls, so I'm just going to get blitzed." Well. Not only did he not do very well, he won the thing. Oh, come on. And he was dropping <laughs> F-bombs everywhere. Oh, After night, walking up to get a big fat check. And um, the Food Network did a phenomenal job of kind of editing that. Editing out. everything <laughs> out. Yeah. But Making it was, DC. It's just one yeah, long bleep. Uh, that was it's like one. Yeah. <laughs> and then it just cuts <laughs> out. And, and you can ask him to say. I mean, I bet you that was probably one of his top five or six Oh yeah, biggest memories ever. Oh yeah, yeah. That was oh I can imagine. my gosh. Damn. You know, you get to see those guys go in. You know, uh, Dave Raymond. You guys probably eat a little sweet baby. Right oh yeah. Now. Oh yeah. yeah. So uh, him and his brother created that monstrosity. Yes. And um, you know, back when we grew up, any kind of people's choice event you did, you put craft in, right? Because right. that was yeah. the mm-hmm. people's choice. That was that was it. Well. Not anymore. Sweet baby Ray. Oh, for sure. Oh, for sure. Yeah. King now. Let's so, go. Uh, he gets to go in. He's a he's a past MBBQA president. Um, huge supporter of MBBQA over the years. And um, so yeah, those we'll spend a we'll spend a good bit of time with those guys tonight. That's celebrating. Awesome. Hell yeah. Their deal going in the Hall of Fame and then uh, close it down wherever we end up with them tonight. But. Uh, yeah, and then we started getting the mark cleaning up and pack it up, getting ready to go back home. But, yeah. Nice. But, awesome. Yeah, and I think that was where we were headed. Yeah. I, that, you know, yeah. You're talking about, you know, what was the plans or whatever for tonight. But, yeah. And then you got a, I don't know, what the Invitational is worth 40000 30000 bucks, something yeah. like that. They're giving away, too, in the in top. So. And the Invitational to the Jack, too, right? Yeah, it is. Uh, Jack, Houston, all yeah, of them. Yeah, you get all those major yep. events. Yeah. Invites. Matter of fact, I've seen the, the Texas guys, the Houston mm-hmm. winners here from Jasper that won. 
Yeah, I saw the tent earlier. Jasper shirts. And I was like, yeah, y'all are proud. That's it. Yep. yep. I would be too. Yeah. Uh, so, it's a cool deal. So, we get to watch all that happen tonight and unfold. So, it's cool. Dude. I, I'm not going to lie. It's, it's, it's special for me because I never really thought about anything like, well, honestly, I always thought about just competing in, in I know we could come up here and cook here and whatever else, but just getting up here and just getting with you guys and just 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 being involved and I don't know, man, it's it's pretty badass and it, it it's a different part of barbecue that I never thought that I'd even go down or anything right. else and so yeah yeah I'm super well it's pretty cool man but yo diehards like you guys y'all make it happen man I'm telling y'all I mean. I, for real, y'all are the ones that are putting people out, telling other people about them. Two hundred thousand followers on TikTok, whatever. The, yep. That's cool, man. That's, that's that oh, yeah. that fun stuff. The we talked about it last night. Right. You're being a bitch. <laughs> You're being a. I, that is hilarious, man. I don't care, but that. Hey, but it's about barbecue. So it, it draws them in, it, and everywhere I go, it's like, hey. Let me everywhere you go, let me hear <laughs> everywhere he keeps you say stopped every, constantly. Everywhere I go, I just let get me hear stopped forever. I gotta perform like some kind of like little, you know, circus animal. <laughs> mm-hmm. the grocery store, right? Yeah, right. He's His con- front lawn, <laughs> right? Excuse yeah. me, sir. Uh, Look, are you yeah. the one that? It's mostly at his house. He's yeah. like, "Let me do it again, baby." Yeah. <laughs> right. She's like, looks over. She's she's snoring with this like a stick yeah. mask on. Yeah, I can write commercials probably. Probably. <laughs> yeah. I'm painting pictures. Yeah. She's like, "What is this? Where did you learn this from?" I'm like, "I learned it from you." <laughs> yeah. yeah. Love you, baby. <laughs> Somebody oh, well, should be in trouble. Yeah. Oh, He'll be sure. asking for a garage. Yeah, he, right, right. Anybody hey, rent out a garage apartment or anything? <laughs> should we? Should we like brainstorm and come up with the MBBQA All Star team to do the open one of these years? Oh my god! Plan that out. That's like maybe we get together, do the brisket. Somebody else yeah. does the ribs. Somebody else does the chicken, and just like so, represent the MBBQA and I'll sweep this thing. So I was, I was looking over, <laughs> over and that's the, a Sunday uh, deal. That's what I'm saying. Way so, so curb, so That'd be curb, really fun. Curveball is, uh, they brought in some heavy hitters. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. And we probably they, got a few heavy hitters. I, I, I was going to say, MVQ, MVQ, MVQ with Kale's hookups, we ain't going to make the cut on that one. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I brought it up. If it's my idea, he has to let us try it. <laughs> well, I don't know, man. Y'all roll in with that big 80-foot. Maroon pit yeah, just all dolled up with lights. Just sex appeal. Right. I mean, we'll put it over here not. in the field. We'll, we'll get it all shined up. <laughs> yeah. You put it right there. You probably got people signing up wanting to cook on that thing. Right. So yeah. I could see Myron, well, Tuffy. Um, oh my gosh. Yeah. Wow. I, yeah. I can see a lot of That would of those be crazy. Wanting to, wanting to do that. That'd be a cool idea. I, I love it. Let me go to work on that one. Yeah. I'm they telling you. I'm thinking now. Full of good ideas. John, bring the pit. Full of something. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, Kate, uh, what's what's next on deck for you? So, in two weeks, I have the Oklahoma State Championship for SCA. Let's go, I'm man. doing uh, three state competitions in two days. Going to try to get my golden ticket, yeah. see how that goes. Uh, Thursday night here, I actually got – I tied for 13th out of 73. That's pretty sweet. And then and um, I, let me tell you, 
he he kind of put bull crap on that. The 72 that was back there cooking, they're the baddest of the baddest. I mean, these are the boars not out guys. These right. are the guys yeah. who are running in the points every week. So not just 72. They're 72 of the baddest steak guys right. they are in the, <laughs> and on the planet. So. It was funny earlier we walked by the kids' queue, and they're like, Hey, is Caden over there? I was like, nah, he's he's over here kicking grown men's asses. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I was cooking with uh, Boris Night Out I was last like, night. He'd have to give up his pro card to uh, go compete in the kids' queue. <laughs> <laughs> is that, you, you know, maybe that's the next phase, man. We talk about future of Q. Um, maybe that's the next phase. We start issuing pro cards. Yeah. and uh, Professional amateurs. Right? No backyard crap anymore, yeah. boys. Right. Uh, uh, once you second, step up, you, got, you can't uh, go back. That's it. I got Tribal Fire over here. I think I'm going to get Tribal Fire to come in here and uh, talk about a little bit what he's got going on as well. Uh, give me one second. Yeah. While he's doing that, turn yes. his mic all the way down. Jan <laughs> right. just left. Jan's out of the building, so we're just going to pretend... Uh, but that's what happens with live. Right. Yeah, I don't know what to do with my hands. He's like a cat. You're trying to hurt a cat, and he's like, uh, I see something shiny over <laughs> there. Yeah, yeah. Right. And he's gone. I mean, that's so, Jan. So cool. that's, that's really badass. Hey, Kel, you guys here with the ABBQA and the Barbecue New Magazine, you guys are rocking it. Caden, you guys are rocking it with the barbecue. Dude, uh, we, we can't wait to see what the future unfolds for both of you guys, dude. Thank you. Man, we're excited, but... You know, I, I just, again, I tell you, we can't do it without folks like you guys. Can't do it without guys like this. All right, well, any of you guys. Let's talk about this guy here. This, uh, this is the guy. Yeah, the no man. No. The myth. The legend. <laughs> hey, guys. Chef Trip Ryan here. Travel Fire Grill. Grilling360.com. What's uh, man, the what's best grill the on the market? Spot? We uh, we had a really good time. I can tell you, there was nothing better. The foot traffic <laughs> was out of control. Crowds were outrageous. People people would wait for 35 minutes for a taco, and I don't blame them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was a freaking taco. That's why they were waiting. Yeah, yeah. they were, they were coming that off good? that tribal fire grill, yeah. and we had a smoking hot. We had the mini grill showing that off today. So. Thank you very much for having that's us. Cool, man. Yeah, Thank the, you guys. the live fire cooking, that's an attraction. People yeah, yeah, yeah. see that and they, they gravitate towards it and they I love it. And, and when they try the food, they're just like, oh, this is nothing but the best right here. Yeah, you know, you're absolutely right. It's uh, it's an action station. People want to see the flare, they want to see the the smoke and the pizzazz and yeah. hear the sizzle and Even you know, we rice. deliver all that easily. Um, that's what we talk about with the Tribal Fire Grill especially. It's grilling 360. It's being able to walk up, approach it. You and your buddies, your friends can all gather around. You know, unfortunately, most grills are designed to be um, very introverted. Your back's to the crowd. You're the only person with a pair of tongs in your hands. It's not like that with the Tribal Fire. We can all step up to the, up to the grill, take our turns. You know, Caden here, he was out there today helping on our demo. Oh, yeah. We needed your help. Uh, we're doing tacos, you know. You got Mary Jo, she's throwing down the shells. Aaron's following up with the brisket on top. And you're hitting it with the cheese. Caden's hitting it with the cheese and the sauce. We're full, I mean, it, it's that interactive. And it's a therapy session in a way, too, you know. It was, a, lot of, a lot of the world's problems have been solved around that grill. Oh, absolutely. See, and here's the thing, man. This is what nobody, you know, a lot of people don't talk about. It's a lot of fun to cook on something like that, the live fire or whatever. 
but my experience with it's 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 just like cooking on a stick burner. You will never replace that flavor right, that's coming right. straight off that hot American-made yeah. steel. Yeah, I hear all just, I hear all the time like, how can I get that flavor on like a gas grill? Right. Or how can I get that flavor on something that's a, like electric grill? I'm like, you, you can't. It's not gonna. It's no not gonna way. happen. Yeah, we have a patented design with our tribal fire grill, which is another thing. Like stepping back for a second, it's one of the few grills you're gonna see in this country, manufactured in this country. It's made here in the United States, Tippecanoe, Indiana. Fifty years old. old uh, the business has been around and. Um, take a lot of pride in our work uh, that that tops a quarter inch rolled US carbon steel it's built to last your great-grandkids will be cooking on that grill yeah. and and the way that way it works is you put your fuel your your charcoal your chunk wood what have you right in the middle and that smoke just rolls right across the surface of while you're cooking you're not gonna get that with a gas a gas flat top and or any other type of grill that's gas and delivers it. Yeah. yeah. So I, I think the declara- Declaration of Independence was signed next to that grill. They use that. Uh, it's it's in the Smithsonian. Thank you for bringing that <laughs> up. Did, have, didn't they use the mini? They uh, mm-hmm. they used the mini when they did the approximation declaration. But this is uh, <laughs> approximately right. that. Yeah, yeah. Emancipation Proclamation was <laughs> on the on the mini because it came out later. <laughs> but with uh, with, you know, when you're talking about the Declaration of Independence, there's no better independence than you know, walk out in your yard, crack a beer, dump a load of charcoal in your chimney, and check out with your buddies and do it right. We get hot on that grill too. It's talking about sear station. It's not just searing on that flat top. There's two two swing arms mm-hmm. allow you to swing out. You're doing live fire grilling on grill grates. We have competitors doing SCA competitions on that grill. It's got a lot of cool features. It's like the Swiss Army knife of grills. So we, uh, we're really proud of it. And again, it's grilling360.com if you want to check it out online. We're right. going to show special. Actually, anybody buying the grill this week, uh, we'll be throwing in a free grill cover. That's an $80 value. Look at that. Nice. That's pretty cool. I'm, I'm jealous I didn't get to try those tacos you were talking about. I didn't even see that happening today. Where the heck were we at? Oh make, make sure you oh use man. code Katie. Did you fire that thing back up real quick? Yeah, for sure. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so how long have you been part of the MBBQA? Like, how'd that hookup happen? Uh, well, I got to tell you, the MBBQA is one of the best things that's ever happened to barbecue. Um, Kale, oh my gosh. The guy is a workaholic. He and his wife, Janet, put in their blood, sweat, and tears for all of us. And, and it's a, the preservation of a culture. It's a, your father, right? This is founding a member. Founding member, and you know, the effort and the, the camaraderie and the education that's delivered through this this medium with MBBQA, um, it's invaluable to all of us. We're, we we're, we're lucky to have it. Yeah, definitely. Hey, honestly, 100%. we wouldn't be here without it. So, no. yep. Kale, Janet. Honor. We appreciate you guys. Hey. Hey, Ooh, cheers. Kale, yeah, we cheers. do. Kale, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cheers, right. guys. You're not in here, Jane. Just <laughs> step back, please. <laughs> oh, mercy. All right. I guess, uh, do we do the plugs? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Where do we find Travel Fire? Yeah, okay. Let's talk about Travel Fire Grill. It's grillin360.com. 
on your website. Again, if you place an order this week, we'll throw in a free grill cover. It's eighty dollar value. Check out check check out all the accessories available. It's a really fun grill. Use and code Caden. Use code. <laughs> oh, if you like to use code right Caden, plug right there. there. No other way you're gonna sell a grill. J- just throwing it out there. Very yeah. smooth. Yeah, um, and that's Caden with a K. A-I-D-E-N. You know how to spell your name? I think. Tell tell people at home you can learn that in school. K-A-I-D-E-N. Or you can use code TRIP, T-R-I-P-P. It's easier to spell. And um, But either way, use it. Buy a grill. Have fun. Check out his videos on the grill. Poor guy. Hey, we appreciate it. Kale. Hey, where can everybody get a hold of the oh MBBQA and the new the Barbecue News magazine? Yeah, man, real simple. Um, MBBQA.org. Uh, find out next events coming up, conference information, all kind of different uh, tips and tricks. Is uh, Just join us, expand your network. And then Barbecue News is uh, the Barbecue News magazine. is barbecuenews.com. It's spelled out B-A-R-B-E-C-U-E. And... Um, Future of Q. Future of Q is a new publication we started a couple months ago, focusing on the younger side of barbecue. Not everybody, not a lot of folks don't know about that yet. Um, but we've just been uh, tweaking it month by month. But we highlight some of these 14, 15, 16 year olds across the country who are sharing recipes. Um, oh my gosh, and it is outlandish. Smoked. Uh, wrapped bacon wrapped oreos was on the what? cover last month um, sounds tasty and uh just it's unbelievable at that generation some of the stuff they're creating so uh, that's future of q the letter q.com everything's free there all those magazines are free so caden's a big contributor to that um and uh he's actually put in a lot of work this week doing interviews so uh, yeah we're excited about uh, hearing what other people think about the future of the community. Absolutely. We'll put links to all that. Caden, where can folks find you at? So on Instagram and Facebook and YouTube, it's KB's Outdoor Kitchen. And then on TikTok, it's Food Over Hate. Love it. Again, we'll have links to all this stuff down below. But we appreciate y'all jumping on with us. This has been awesome. Thanks for having us. Yeah, all the great. good people. Man, always. Yeah. I always enjoy it. Thanks for Very coming awesome. hanging out with us, guys. All right. Oh, yeah. Y'all make us look good. That's what we did. That's it. <laughs> That's exactly right. That's right. And that cues us into the Grab the Brisket podcast, guys. Hey, uh, we're at the American Royal here. We're with two fine, upstanding gentlemen, uh, just pillars of the community here, just knocking out barbecue pits. We got Matt Messer with Cotton Cotton Gin Smokers, and we got Frank Cox with SmokerBuilder.com. Gentlemen, how's it going today? Doing great. I'm, I'm excited to be at the American Royal, man. I tell you, this is it's like there's this this aura in the place. You know, it's just. Barbecue is here. It is alive. It's the place to be. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Had a really good time at the party last night. It was fun. It was a good time. <laughs> it was fun. From what I remember, it was great. Yeah. Yeah. Don't you remember? <laughs> Do you remember anything? Why are you looking at me weird? <laughs> <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> <No>. Yes. Yes. <laughs> 
No, it's it's great, man. I'm super glad to be here. I mean, everybody that you ever want to see in barbecue is here. You know. Yeah. You, you can just walk around, walk up to somebody, just shake their hand, say hey. You know, there's there's really no barriers here. You know, it's it's easy to approach people. You can go walk over there and shake Chris Lily's hand, and he'll shake your hand back, no problem. You know. That's a guy that owns Big Bob Gibson's. He is a, he is a pillar in the community as well. You yeah. know, Darren Ward, you know, I was smoking. You can just walk around and be part of it. You know, it's accessible to anyone that has the money to afford a spot. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. true. Yeah. Or you can just come out here as the public and go around and Yeah, you meet totally people. can. Yeah, yeah. You know, my first year here, that's what I did. I just came. And I walked around and met people, yep. handed out my card, told them good luck. Mm-hmm. I'm out with Cotton Gin. That's how I did it. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Like, yeah. Oh, am I not high enough, John? John told me I need to get higher. Yeah, push the uh, <laughs> little, uh, push your shield down a little bit. That's what it is. Yeah. There it is. Ah, now we're good. Yeah. So what have you guys been doing out here since, what time did you get in? Sweating. Sweating, just sweating the whole time. Yeah, I feel so, that. that's all I've done. <laughs> so we both left our shops at the pretty damn close to the same time, right? Yep. Yeah, I, I left Raleigh, Missouri. He left Michigan, right? And we were we did a live while I was on my way here. We did an Instagram live together on the way here. You know, um, how did I beat you here? I, I was here, dog. <laughs> <laughs> So we had to build our drums here. <laughs> I saw you on the side of the road putting them together. <laughs> that was one of those deals. But, uh, no, I pulled in uh, Wednesday morning. I wanted to be here Tuesday night, but as with all things in pit building, deadlines are just, like, meant to be broken. So, yeah, we, we went right on through that deadline and made it in here Wednesday, and we've been here ever since. You know? Okay, nice. Yeah. yeah. How about you, man? What was the question? When did you coast in here? <laughs> oh, uh, Wednesday night. Yeah, I got here Wednesday about 5 o'clock. Dropped my trailer. Hung out with Frank. So there's been a lot, of, it, huh? a lot of barbecuing, a lot of what? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah we've been working our way through 150 pounds of uh, Ozark Valley Wagyu. Oh yeah, <laughs> what we've been doing. Yeah, the whole we haven't tra- even cooked a contest yet. We don't. We're cooking the open, so that don't start till tomorrow morning. Yeah, the whole trailer full of it. It's just all fun till then, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Speaking of the open, I mean, uh, are you all prepped up, ready to go tomorrow? Let me qualify that statement. Okay. Dell is all prepped up and ready to ride. My bro, <laughs> Dell Ford. Oh, 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 oh. I was going. I was to bring that microphone a little am higher. I, am I drifting back? There it is. There, there it is. You gotta keep it. It's weird to have it just like right up there. And, not, uh, not for you, it didn't. Take. <laughs> oh, <come on>. Hey, <laughs> you walked. Hey, you walked right into it. I know. I know. I did. Yeah. There it is. Hey, listen. I want to. First of all, y'all have been kicking ass, taking names. You have a new model that you just came out with. It was the T-Bird. T-Bird. Yeah. So, I explain, elaborate a little bit on this on this one. Because this is one you were talking about, like, nobody, nobody, nobody liked it first, or it wasn't... I didn't like you, it you at didn't first. Like, you didn't like it at first. No. There it is. I, I hated it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I love it now. It's become my favorite cooker. There it is. So, it started with two 55-gallon drums that were married together, which was a pain in the butt to do. Yep. And um, then we got our plasma table last year and our roller, and that just changed it all. So now we cut it out on the plasma table, roll everything's manufactured in-house. So the T-Bird actually goes off the shelf quicker than the harvester and everything because we're not waiting on others to do their part on it, um, except for powder coating. But 
Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a hybrid, so it's a grill and a smoker. It, but it's 14 gauge still, so it's thicker than your typical drum. Um, you still got the charcoal basket, heat shield, and baffle plate in the bottom. Then you've got three different grates and a lot more capacity. Um, but then you have a charcoal tray up top. That's what differentiates it. And so you can do your steaks and hot dogs and burgers and whatever. Um, just as well on there. Right. Cool. Right. So that's better. So Frank, what makes yours cool. so much better than Cotton Gin? <laughs> because he's he's the master. Every 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 single no, come on now, dude. Every single pit out there has its place. You know what I mean? So it's not that that one pit is better than another. It's what pit works best for you. Is honestly is the honest answer. And, well, there's a reason why you guys are here as but, friends. But, it, not but like it's your art. Here's right? the reality. It's your art. You know, it's it's art. Yeah, it's really what it is. It's it your, really is. It's it's what you want it to be, right? Yeah. And, and your version could be different than anybody else's version. That has everybody has a spin on something, and that's what's so unique about every barbecue pit out there. Yeah. Right? And I, I've seen like just Google crazy barbecue pits and just look go through the video and see what that our pictures and see just how elaborate or. Uh, you know, or I've seen some built almost like, like on an eighth scale or something that yeah. actually burns, you know, and, and cooks. You know, yeah. it's, it's just I don't know. Here's cool. here's what I want to know. Okay, is I wish we could like look up over all of this Kansas City Motor Speedway and see where all Frank Cox's fingerprints are yeah. <laughs> and how deep they go. Oh, I call them Frank tracks. <laughs> Frank tracks. Because, I mean, Frank's been, I mean, let's be real, he's, well, he's older than most of us around here. I am old. Yes, I am. Sorry, James, I wasn't looking what at you. you. <laughs> Is there somebody standing behind me or what? Yeah. Hey, don't let the gray hair fool you, man. Uh, he's only 28. Right. But Frank's been, in, he's been influencing people for a long time. Yeah. Appreciate and, that. And, uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, he's been a mentor. So we're not we're not competitors. He's no. been a mentor of mine yeah. since I got started. The very first smoker that I ever built, Frank built, then made the internal parts for it. Nice. And um, yeah, yeah. cheers, just, brother. Cheers yeah. to you. Yeah. Well, you know what happened was so my That's first time. Man. This is crazy because it was at the American Royal where I made a decision that that really directed the direction that Smoker Builder went with with it. Um, I, I remember, so at the time I was trying to choose a name for my business, I was going through, because at that time with SEO on the internet, you called your website what you did, because it was just like, it's a cheat code to get traffic. And right. so at that time I was trying to figure, well I built smokers, and so I was trying to figure out all these different ways of saying it, and the one that I really wanted to say, and I'll just say it, is pit maker. That's what I wanted yeah. to say. Okay, well I chose smoker builder because it was the next closest thing I could find, and it was singular. And so uh, here at, in 2011 over in the West Bottoms on, in B-Lot, uh, that was after the Joplin Tornado, I was cooking with Will Cleaver and Stan Hayes on their team here at the Royal. And uh, anyway, it was, it was party night, whatever, a lot of people walking around. And so I was sitting on the hay bales. Well, Stan and Amy Hayes just bought so a pit maker pit from, from George so and Victor down there in Julio. And Julio's here this weekend. And uh, anyway, so I was sitting on a hay bale talking with Victor, you know, and and uh, I, I don't know what it was about it, but you know they had been building pits for a little while. They they built pits for George Bush Senior and Junior, Dale Earnhardt. I mean, 
King Ranch, you look at some of the pits those guys have built, and it's been it's really been good stuff, you know. Yeah. And they're still knocking it out of the park every day. But Victor looked at me and he kind of like this here, Matt. He, he pointed in my chest and he says, he says smoker builder and he said pit maker, you know. And then, then we started kind of talking about that a little bit, and because uh, he thought that was kind of cool that we had the same name, whatever. And and uh, he, I just asked him. I said, how many pits do you think, you know? Like, are, is there is there too many people building pits right now? He said, "Man, you cannot build enough smokers. Like, you just won't." And so I paid attention to that all these years because, like, if you look at if you look at like Traeger, they're they're a hundred million plus company. You know, you start adding up all these different companies that are that are doing a hundred million dollars a year in sales on products that are sub thousand dollar products, right? Well, that's really saying something. Look at the volume of pits that Traeger is putting out and how many years they've been doing it, right? It's a consumable product and people yeah. never buy one. So so the deal is, is that like you literally cannot fill that void. There's 7 billion people and everybody eats. You right? gotta find the market. And a good right, majority yeah. of those so, people will eat or, veggies or, or pizzas or meat. No, 100%, yeah, but it's, it's what you have to find the, I guess it's a demographic. Yeah, you pick a you pick a lane. At, is what at, you do. at a cost code, right? Or whatever yeah. it is, right? So, hey, yeah. yeah, I'm sorry. I'm just saying, like, if, 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 maybe it's a, a I, my budget is this because I'm I'm of this age, I can afford something of this quality, or sure. I, yeah. I'm not sure. I mean, is, or is I that, can't fit that in my house. Yeah, <laughs> right. right. <laughs> That's usually what it is. But but that was really inspirational to me, and so I was like, you know what? There ain't no reason for secrets. You know, and so I chose the information business, and that's yeah. when I started doing like smokerplans.net and coming up with all these parts for the DIY guys and all that stuff. And I was just encouraging people to do it because there was no reason to be worried about somebody stealing my design, you know. Yeah. When honestly, it wasn't really my design. It's actually like you think about creativity and and uh, you know patents and things like that, and pretty much everything out there is a ref is a uh, uh, derivative of someone else's work that they did over the years. And so mine's a combination of a whole lot of ideas that were spurred by other people, you know. And so that's just kind of the, the real answer there, is is that there's just not enough room. So there's no reason to be competitors. Yeah. Just every, all, you know, no, riders on boats, you know. Yeah. No, no, we, we, we get that. You know, we were just, you know, <laughs> you get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How do you feel about that, Matt? I'm curious, that take on, on things. I, yeah. I love it. Yeah. Well, I because mean, it's in our heads, man. Like it as, is. as pit builders, we sit there and we look at like what so and so came out with, or what so and so came out with, or he's he's taking my design and he's doing this hinge that I've been doing and all this stuff. And really, the honest answer is, like, how many has he built with my yeah. design? Right. right. How many right. have I built with my design? Right. And so sheer volume at the end of the day is, is what matters. Like, unless you've built ten thousand, you haven't really done anything. You know? That's right. Because those I don't know. Just I haven't built. Take it away. I, I haven't <laughs> built ten thousand yet. So. <laughs> neither neither I, have I. I, yeah. I need yeah. one here. No, 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 no! Come on, you're on the way, though, dog. Come on. I know. I know. Um, no, it's cool. I and mean, then hell, I mean, it's like uh, I don't know, man. I, I'm always envious of people that can like create and 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 just I don't know, put their shit out there, like, and build the damn thing and. There's people that can freaking talk about it. Maybe here, people that do it. You know, I mean, like, you guys do it, and yeah. it's 
It's it's you got badass. Scars, Matt. We got scars. I got scars. I got scars. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. we, that we one's got, from my we, dog. We got yeah. the burns yeah. to prove it. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Well, <laughs> if you'd been there when we put it together, you'd have scars too. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> I don't know. I, I still have metal on my feet from doing it in flip flops. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Fine. Yeah. You'll be okay. <laughs> Shit. Can, can I ask a question? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, beside from you know being biased of your own cooker, Frank, uh-huh. and me being biased of mine, who out there who would be one of your people that you look to, pit builder wise? Like, sure, sure. I'll I'll say a couple actually, if it's okay. So uh, I'm gonna see if they're the same as mine. Okay. Well, I I, I will tell you that uh, there's, two. there's two very high on my list, and and it's just because that they, they've been so consistent. Mr. Pitt you know, mm-hmm. uh, one of them would be Sonny Moberg. You like yes. Sonny Moberg has done the same damn thing you, you like for years. You know, and so literally, I was on the phone with him a while back, and I don't know if he minds me sharing this or not. But it's not really that big of a deal, but. He probably on, does, but go ahead. I, I was on the phone with him the other day, and I just asked him, I was like, dude, how long have you been building that? Like, how many have you built, you know, with that door that your area left, you know? And then he told me a number, and it was a high number, right? And, and I said, you know, because us, us pit builders, we're all watching all the other pit builders, and usually when we're looking at pictures on Instagram or something like that, we're not looking at the pit. We're looking at the background. Like, we're looking in the shop and looking for that secret, you know, like, what's up? And with Sonny, it's been the same dang tri- uh, uh, pipe tank stand. You know, it's been the it's been the, the curtain that pulled over there. You know, where he's painting whatever it is. You know, in the same two gantries that he's been like lifting the tanks up. It's been the same thing for for years and years. You know, and look at who he's building pits for. So that's that's one thing about Sonny is the consistency, and and not getting pushed around by things like Goldie's. Oh, we're just gonna let the we're just say it. You know, the Goldie's cooker, right? Okay. Because that's an attention getter, right? And now here, there's another guy out there, Paul <coughs> Shirley. So I've built pits with Paul Shirley personally. Yeah. We're good friends, and uh, him and Tyler are some of the the hardest workers I've ever seen. Them guys are just cranking yeah. it out. I mean, they just they just bust it every day, and and you know they're not they're not getting pushed around by what they see on the internet either. They're just doing Shirley fabricate. Paul Shirley, Shirley Fabrication from Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Yeah. He's got his own language there. So, oh, yeah. You know, he's just still doing his thing. That's but there's funny. a third one I want to say, and I don't know the man. I've never met him. I've only seen him on a couple podcasts or whatever, but I watch the stuff that happens, and I'm curious to know. But from a production standpoint, what the man's doing is Lone Star Grills because, mm-hmm. like, that guy yeah. is, is hammering them out. And yeah. the pits appear to be really good pits. You know, they're they're not – I don't see any corners really cut. Um, you know, they, they are a good uh, entry-level pit for somebody that's looking to get up in the three to $4,000 pit range, you know. Mm-hmm. That, that's a good pit to probably get started with. And I cooked on one at my buddy's ranch. Yeah, it was, nice. it, was well, it a good I helped pit? him, yeah. <coughs> Solid, yeah, 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 solid pit. And and when you can do that volume, because he's doing some volume, you know, if you look at his TikTok and stuff like that, and we're looking at the shop, right, Matt? Yep. Every time, and so we're seeing all them welding sales back there with the with the red curtains and all these guys in there that are busting out pits. Yeah. And the thing is, is those aren't like inventory pits. Those pits are sold, mm-hmm. right? And so someone's moving the volume there, and that's really impressive. So yeah, you know, that's cool. That's a, that's an awesome question. Uh, uh, let me let me change the the subject just a little bit. So I, I get this asked a lot, is whether it's at work, just my nine to five, or just people just with the podcast, just like 
hey, I'm looking at this grill, or what do you recommend me going into this grill? Uh, probably just a backyard cooker, maybe have some experience or whatever. They're looking at this, uh, uh, not not to name names of, of, of pit manufacturers, but just very thin wall, just cheaply just bolted together that uh, that you can get at big box stores. They're like, hey, I'm looking to spend an X amount of dollars on this right here. What do you think? And I, it, I mean, my personal opinion, I was like, yeah. Honestly, it depends on what you're going to be using it for, for sure, 100%. But a lot of that stuff is like, quality's not there. It's like, it's something that you're going to have for one summer. And by the time next summer rolls around, you're probably well, putting it on the, the curb. Again, it's rusted it's, out. It's or a it's, consumable. It's, it, well, then also, you're going to fight that pit yeah. the whole yeah. time. Yeah. It's not going to hold heat. It's gonna leak smoke. Yeah, and they're like, I don't want to spend, spend twice as much time cooking right. just trying to maintain yeah. your fire. And I, I've been there because I, when, when I first got into doing it, I was like, you know, I get the, the two hundred dollar pit or the three hundred dollar pit, yeah. and I, I'm sitting there putting wood in it, and it, it spikes up in temp, and then it comes back down, and it spikes up in temp. It just won't hold temperature. And the next summer, I'm pitching, I'm getting another one, and I'm like, well, I just don't want to spend a thousand dollars on a pit. I want to spend fifteen hundred on this pit. Uh, but that's for me. It's flipped now. Yeah. I'm like, yes, I will make an investment like that because I, it's like that you guys are putting out there. I was like, it's gonna last. It's going to last for sure. But uh, any any um, I would say advice for people just that are new into the game, getting into barbecue. What do you recommend them? Because there's a lot of options. There's a lot of choices out there for people. You start, yeah. man. Well, I mean, I started the very first. Besides the one I built in high school, but fast forward 15 years. I got a electric cabinet smoker, we all know the brand, mm-hmm. from Bass Pro on Black Friday sale <clears throat> in Memphis. And I wore the heck out of that thing, but I didn't know what I was doing. I took it to Michigan with me and cooked a brisket in it. I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't look up anything for Thanksgiving. My whole family from Texas is there. And I shoved the brisket without any rub on it into this. <laughs> I mean, I was like pushing it in and like making sure it would fit. I mean, it didn't fit. And I was like, oh, eight hours, that'd probably be fine, you know. And told everybody, we'll be ready to eat in eight hours. And they wasn't ready. And we finished it in the oven. And mom's the only one who said that, you know, it was the best brisket ever. And, <laughs> yeah. That's what that's what moms do. <laughs> yeah. And uh they lie to their kids <laughs> um, but you know it started something for me and it started a drive to learn and to, to grow in that and I thought man that brisket sucked but I'm never going to forget that brisket and I haven't mm-hmm. and I'm sure there's a brisket that you've never forgot or that oh, y'all yeah. never forgot that you screwed up on yeah. and but you learned from it mm-hmm. and you grew from it um, because that's an expensive piece of meat now, and <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> so uh, that hurts a little bit when you when you mess one up. But uh, um, you know, I I like I like to say you know that the those ones that you buy in the box store have their place in the world. Okay, maybe they do, um, but in the day that we live in, and in the culture that we live in. And in our country, like we need to be supporting American-made products. Oh, sure. I agree, hundred percent. And guys that are here working, working our butts off to make something that's quality and that's going to last. And so making that investment, and I get it. You may be at a point in your life where you can't make that kind of investment. Yeah. 
um, but call us. We'll yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll 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 help you with that. Like, you know, if you need something that's, you know, for two hundred dollars, I'll give you Frank's phone number. And <laughs> yeah. I, was, I was gonna say I got three dollars in my pocket. Uh, <laughs> call Frank. One eight hundred Frank Cox. So so I think that uh, that, goes, that what, goes to our podcast of Ask Frank. That's hilarious. <laughs> Which I might need to get caught up on those episodes, those things too. But uh, so so just to kind of carry on what Matt said, I agree with that totally. Is that. You know, if, if you're trying to figure it out for the first time, you know, there's a lot of options out there for less than $500 that oh, you yeah. can start with, you know. Um, you don't necessarily have to get something that was made in China. You can get some domestic-made products, and Absolutely. I think both of him and I both have something that's in that 599 and less range yeah. amongst yeah. a lot of other pit builders out there, too. Yeah. Um, you know, those, those might be drum smokers or something similar to that, you know. But then, uh, and that's a really good place to start because, I mean, pellets are easy. That's why Traeger's a $100 million company because they've decreased the uh, perceived uh, perceived likelihood of achievement. In other words, very likely that someone's going to be able to cook on that, you know. And the speed to learn it is very short as well. So they're going to be able to fill it with pellets and turn the dang thing on and walk away from it, you know. So you walk out and you got the error code yeah until you got an error code or you didn't clean it or whatever and that's a that's a learning curve in all of itself you know because no smoker will work for you if you don't clean it you yes know? Oh, 100%. And, and it definitely won't last if you don't clean it so yeah. but but so getting into drum smokers though you're able to learn you're able to use like live fire and charcoal and you can use some wood if you do it correctly i mean matt's probably got a way that he'll tell you and i've got a way that i'll tell you depending on the product or whatever but the, the thing is there's really no wrong answers it's not us being indecisive it's just really no wrong answers it's just whatever answer works best for you you know yeah, yeah. and and you becoming a pit master and learning how to run the pit so as you learn how to run that pit and uh, get get good at a drum smoker which basically runs itself then maybe you'll be ready to move up onto something like a stick burner that costs more money in the you know, three thousand and up range. You know, because yeah. then you can justify that you're not really going to mess anything up, but you're on now a quest for better barbecue for your your journey as a pitmaster. You know, that way maybe one day you the brisket boys will see your brisket oh, like on the podcast, <laughs> hey, and then you can yeah. tell them not to squeeze it. No, I like <laughs> There's a reason why people are using drums out here. There's a reason why absolutely almost a hundred percent of the teams cooking out here are, are running drums. This isn't something that. In our area, maybe, tw- maybe fifteen years ago, no. You didn't see any drums, right? None. Yeah, right. Well, I can tell you right now, it's like uh, there's a lot of people using it, but uh, there's a lot of people that don't know about it. Yeah. They've never seen one. They've never cooked at it. And just a prime example: uh, Friday, Thursday before uh, before coming out here, I'm at work. My boss comes in. He's like, "Hey, have you seen these drum smokers?" And I'm like. Yeah. 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 Uh, I've heard about them. He he starts showing me pictures of them. And I'm like, (laughs) dude. Yeah, you should that. be like, hey, 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 you're a freaking alien, man. <laughs> but there's I'm a lot of people that have never heard of them or seen them, and they're yeah. like, uh, and and I told him, it's like, yeah, yeah, hey, hey, we, we teamed up with uh, uh, SmokerBuilder.com. It's like, check out these pits here. I showed the one we put together. He's like, dude, that that's awesome. I like that. And he's like, and I was like, they're very versatile. You can cook a lot of stuff on it. Um, uh, you can you can well, you grill you can smoke you can do ribs brisket chicken whatever it is also it's easy once you get that fire set you're not sitting there feeding a fire for for six hours eight hours you and he, he i could see the wheels just like 
turning, yeah. just spinning a little yeah. bit. I'm like, okay. Yeah, neither one of our drum designs needs to have a, dr a fan on it or a temperature control or anything, no electronics. That's right. They both will run themselves, yeah. you know, for yeah. 19 hours plus, you know, depending on how you want to run it. So, so Sunday, we're last Sunday, we mm -hmm. cooked. Heifer uh, hog hen. Next morning. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Next next morning yeah. I came out, uh, so we we did a beef rib. It was the first like initial just uh, 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 cook on the the uh, the drum. I did not close it off. I honestly I meant to just close it off, just kind of snuff that uh, lump charcoal so I could reuse it for the next time. But I was like, yeah, I forgot. I went to bed. Woke up yeah. next morning. And I was like, dude, let me check that fire and see where it's at. It, it was like at 180, 190 degrees. Still yeah. opened up just chewing i was like this is a warming box now this thing has gone for like like 24 hours yeah you might be able to fit in some of that goldie's method where you uh move right on into your rest if you if you build your fire the right size that's right drop yes. that Thanks, temp buddy. down yeah. and try to get yeah, down into you. the 150 <laughs> for the 12 to 18 hour uh you know rest or whatever he says correct you yeah know? Which, by the way, that method is pretty doggone good. I yeah, tested but, it myself. But, 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 yeah. so, so what temperature are you taking to uh, the, the brisket? It's, what is it, uh, 195, 200? Well, it just depends. I really don't go by internal temp. I'm Pro going temp, by Pro. that render yeah. that they do. So I'm, I'm cooking a 12-hour brisket. Now, Aaron no, I was saying Goldie's. Too. I, so I think Goldie's has a, they have a, because they're resting so long. 203. Uh, so that's that's when they're pulling. They're they're pulling at 203, okay. but okay. but they're are uh, yeah, it's like 194 to 203 somewhere yeah, so, in there, depending yeah, on the I, render. And then uh, once they pull it off the pit, it's not wrapped until they pull it off the pit. Yeah. They pull it off the pit, put it right in the, fo in the foil, and then they wrap that thing up. You can see Jeremy Yoder did a video, or Jeremy Yoder, and then there's like two or three other guys that did videos about that method that came out recently, yeah. and uh, it's it's really good. It is. Yeah. And then we, Aaron actually bought a warming cabinet now, and so we just cheat. We set that thing in that warmer for like 140, man, and it's like Cadillac. You can oh, yeah. hold that thing for eight hours. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, yeah. it's glorious. I saw uh, yeah, warming cabinet. I saw Bill Purvis. He posted a video. I don't know if you saw that chicken fried barbecue where yeah. he bought one of the um, turkey roasters. Yeah. And set that on low setting, and uh, he's like, we're just going to do a rest. And so he rested that brisket for like 12, 15 hours under yeah. that low setting on that turkey roaster and it came out i mean it looked beautiful i mean Bill, bill's a drum cook yes yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. we're yeah. all <laughs> so kind of funny story when i first started cotton gin i had two business partners and we parted ways and and it was we're family so uh but i was pretty discouraged and down about it and called frank and was talking to him one day and he said matt i know you make fun of drum smokers <clears throat> But go to this uh, group on Facebook, the Ugly Drum Smokers Texas group, mm -hmm. and he goes, you need to connect with, with these guys. Stephen Powell heads that up. And uh, so I jumped on there, and I started watching. And I, then Frank said, I challenge you to make a drum smoker. And I said, okay. So I bought some parts from Frank, and <laughs> I found a drum at the salvage yard, and it's actually sitting over there. Drum's right the, over there. The number one drum. It's got smoke coming out of it. Yeah. Uh, on the other side of that black uh, MBBQA Let's one. Let's go, man. Oh, nice. um, First one. It's got a chicken in there. I think it's probably sitting around 250 degrees. <laughs> internal temp right now. I don't know. But, uh, That's what's so convenient. You'll forget about it. Yeah. Right? It just... <laughs> We're making charcoal chicken. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, Everybody's been there. Yep. Uh, but, you know, 
I don't know where I was going with that, but um, you just telling the story about how you built your first drum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, and and I think I was talking to somebody the other day, and they were asking me, you know, what kind of pit they wanted to elevate from a, you know, a, a pellet grill to something better. And they said, do I want an offset or do I want a, a drum? And and I said, well, it depends. Like, what do you what are you after here? And you got to know what their goal is, I think. Yeah, and, absolutely. Um, you know, there's something, there's a novelty about, because we both build both of both styles, there's a novelty about a stick burner. Mm-hmm. There's something cool about, I don't know why it's cool, but there's about getting up every hour, hour and a half and putting wood on during the night and, you know, messing with your sleep schedule. Yeah. But, <laughs> but it's cool. <laughs> and, yeah. and uh, But then the, it's that end result. And but then the drum smoker, you know, you can you can put it in there and get something that tastes just as good because you're using mm-hmm. real wood in there, and yeah. but it's efficient. Yeah, you always, you always got those. Uh, I'm, I'm going to say negative. Those are people that are like, oh, you're cooking on a grass grill. You're cooking barbecue on a gas grill, or right. you're like you're using a pellet <coughs> smoker. Uh, and a lot of the uh, uh, the guys like, oh, if you're not you're not cooking on an offset smoker, then uh, I mean you're not even cooking barbecue at all. Right. Like I don't even know what you're doing in your life. I, I just, you might as well just cook it in the oven or whatever. Uh, I always kind of like felt like that that drum smoke uh, was kind of an in between type deal. You're, you're you're grilling like a one of my favorite grills is a Weber, and it's mm-hmm. a, it's like you can achieve that, or you if you want to go low and slow or if you want to go hot oh, yeah. and fast and cook a brisket and i'll tell you right now this beef ribs that i cooked i cooked those in about five hours <laughs> Damn. i cooked them way too hot and it, it, this is on me this yeah. is i mismanaged my fire i got a little too too hot in there but it, it cooked in five hours and i was like okay that's the first but yeah. were they good they were they're delicious yeah, they yeah. Came yeah. great yeah. so so most of these guys are going to start their drums tomorrow like probably four in the morning then they're mm-hmm. going to put their brisket on it like probably you know 530, Four, 500 yeah. degrees. Four, five hundred degrees. They're going to let that thing coast down to about three hundred, and and what they're going to do is they're going to hit their turn in on time, five yeah. six hours. You know, with yeah. rest and everything, they're going to be okay. And uh, but they're, I mean, they're cooking a flat typically, mm-hmm. or maybe they might they separate and all that. There's a whole nother level of bar uh, barbecue getting cooked out here. You know, yeah. these guys are oh, the scientists. Sure. Yeah. You know. And so, you know, the thing that we look at with, with uh, cooking briskets on, like, offsets and stuff like that, when we're doing a 12-hour cook, we're looking at more than just the tenderness and, and stuff like that. We're looking at the render. Yep. You know, like, you guys had Meathead on you here a few weeks ago, whatever, and, and uh, you know, getting in that man's head a little bit and learning about the tallow stuff and all of that. If you guys haven't heard that episode, you need to go back and listen to it. I need but, to listen to that one. Uh, but, yeah, you know, there, there's a whole other level to this. It, 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 we, we were just talking with Aaron Leslie over there at Texas Old Dust, and, and that guy has a plethora of just, just knowledge that I didn't even really think of. I didn't either. Uh, he, it, the, to the extent that wh- wherever he goes to cook, he, he figures out where the elevation is, where, where he is at, because he's like, it makes a difference on your meat that you put out there. He's like, if, if you're down by the coastal, lower elevation, you're up uh, high. Am I, am I the only one drinking here? Like, what well, is happening? Uh, uh, well, there's a reason I'm, I'm not drinking that beer. That one's right been now. sitting in the oh, sun. The, the mountains are not yeah. blue. No. I think, I think yeah. John just uh, <laughs> John left us. Look, look, John's over taking pictures. No, he's over there taking selfies with Kel Phelps. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> they got sandwiches over there. Right. <laughs> oh, no, Aaron says don't bother. <laughs> I think Matt's hungry. They're over there eating sandwiches. <laughs> okay. Hey, Miss so, Janet. 
we'll uh, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll pop a top. But uh, hey, let, let's go ahead and just uh, let the people know where where people can go mm, and and hey, wait, get wait, wait, more. Wait. Oh no, don't, never mind. We're not shutting off. No, no, do you get, man, you gotta do what James okay. says here. Well, James before, before you cram that. No, sandwich, bring, all right, go ahead. <laughs> That's fine. You can get a mouthful. Uh, before before we shut this down, before we go, uh, let us know where people can get a hold of you and get the information with with your particular uh, smoke uh, builder companies. Because uh, I mean, we're, we're just about putting people together here. Well, wait, yeah. wait before you tell oh, them that, sorry. I got one thing to point out. I just want you to know the difference between the biggest difference between me and Matt right now is that Matt's got his pants and his boots. <laughs> That's a big deal right there. <laughs> Right, and I don't have my pants and my boots. I actually wore tennis shoes out here because yeah. my feet hurt. Go ahead. Um, How did they get a hold of you? <laughs> uh, you, you can go to pit built by a guy who puts his pants in his boots. You can go to smokerbuilder.com. One eight hundred Frank Cox. <laughs> 936 for real. How do they get a hold of you? Uh, smokers.com. Come on. We just launched our YouTube channel. Yeah. Dude, good yeah. job, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go. So, awesome. uh, been building up to that and uh, so look up Kindgen Smokers on YouTube. We got four videos on there right now. Awesome. So go subscribe, like, high five, whatever it is. And um, <laughs> I was dreading it, but I've been having fun uh, filming them. Yeah. It's not not cheap to do. Yeah. Um, what's phone number? Phone number two. What's six. your cell phone number? Don't don't be all. <laughs> yeah. What's your cell phone? Hey, nobody nobody <laughs> listens to this podcast. <laughs> hey, nobody. Two six nine six nine seven fifteen thirty four, and uh, come by the store. Hey, hurry, somebody. Hey, I was at the store. Call that number. Let's sure verify it. Sure. <laughs> call it. Wait. I'm going to have to answer my phone. It's in that back pocket. <laughs> hey, hey, I'm just kidding. If you, if you go to his store, there's this. So Aaron's over here. He's off camera. But there's this really, really cool power disconnect in his shop that, like, I really want really bad because it's really old and really cool. So if you go to his shop, see if you can talk that out of him, I'll buy it from you. This is not my shop yet. I mean, I don't own the building yet. Doesn't have to be. Oh, I just want the disconnect. Eat that thing, man. I didn't want to be smacking on the no. microphone. Jesus. So, so He talked too much. So, so if you want to get a hold of me, Matt. If you want to get a hold of me, it's real easy. Just go to smokerbuilder.com. And uh, there's going to be a question on there. You just got to answer one question. There's two simple answers, and then there's one for the indecisive. But the two simple answers is, do you want me to build your pit for you, or do you want to build the pit yourself? And then hey. just click the appropriate button and go on through it. James. Or you can call me at 573-227-2277. Wait for it. What does that spell? 573-BBQ-BBQ-7. Not, not smokerbuilders.com. No, no, no. No S. If you go to my There's website. There's only one real smoker builder. Yeah. And that's me, so it's smokerbuilder.com. Yeah. I'm just All right. Let's go. Hey, yeah. if you go to my website, there's one question. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to make it easier for you. Okay, make it easier. Yeah. And it's, what is your credit card number? <laughs> yeah, I love it. That's it. Yeah. As we close out, big thanks to SmokerBuilder.com and the MBBQA for their unwavering support. Absolutely, and cheers to Barbecue News Magazine, Suckle Busters, and Dow Strong Knives for their contributions. And you know Yeti always has our back, and Cooley Nation ensures our drinks stay perfectly cold. Lastly, props to Cambro Manufacturing and, of course, a spicy night to Chicks of Smoke Seasoning. Thanks to all for powering this show. Until next time, keep smoking.